the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. I continue to encourage you to vote. Uh, well, let me use a stronger word. I plead with you to vote. I command you to vote. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I don't command anybody to do anything. Uh, but I strongly, strongly encourage you to vote. This election coming up is extraordinarily important. But what is more important is the spiritual state of America. And this next election will not cure the greatest problem in America, which is spiritual. We have lost our spiritual foundation. We have lost it. It's gone. It's not going. It's gone. And a good election will help the country, but it will not solve our biggest problem. I just want you to know that. And I I just, I, yeah, I want to tread softly here. I see Christians, solid, wonderful Christians, become absolutely obsessed with politics. Obsessed with politics. And I don't want to say ignore, but give very little attention to the spiritual aspect of life. And if if you look at their life and their emphasis and their priorities and their money, you would think that they honestly believe that the ultimate answer for America is in the next election. If we can just get our candidates elected, everything is going to be fine. We know that's not true. And so I think Christians should be involved in the political process. If we don't, if we're not involved, well, then the non-Christians are going to rule the country. Well, they're basically, they already are. But let me illustrate this. Uh, Barna uh, has done new research. The uh, Barna organization, uh, in conjunction with the Cultural Research Center, and they have just released a report on Americans' view of traditional moral values. And let me just read from this report. 
quote, When asked to identify the nation's most appropriate determinant of right and wrong, regardless of people's religious faith, 42% suggested that what you feel in your heart is the best guide, compared to 29% who said we should base morality on majority rule, And an equal number, 29%, said we should get our morality from principles taught in the Bible. Let that sink in. This is across the board, Americans. 42% said, whatever you feel in your heart, that is the best guide to morality. 29% said, majority rule whatever most people believe, and only 29% believe that moral principles should be rooted in the Bible. If you put together the others two, uh, follow your heart and, more, and majority rule, you have 71%. 71% of Americans believe that you, as a human being, should determine what is moral and what is right. Now, let's deal with the 42% who believe morality should be determined by, quote, what you feel in your heart. What does the Bible say about the heart? The Bible says it is wicked. How many thousands of times through the years have you and I discussed the importance of worldview and the difference between a secular humanist worldview and a biblical worldview? Our founding fathers believed in a biblical worldview. All of them. There was not a single exception. That doesn't mean they were all born-again Christians. It does not mean that. But a biblical worldview begins with God created man, man fell, man has a sinful nature, the heart of man is wicked and in desperate need of regeneration. That is a biblical worldview in a nutshell. Begins with God. God created. All of our founding fathers believed that. Then it moves to Man sinned. Man fell. So man is not inherently good. Man actually has a fallen nature. All of our founding fathers believed that. Every single one of them. Well, Ben Franklin wasn't a Christian. He was a deist. He still had a biblical worldview. All of them. So our entire country at one time believed that morality was determined by God, and he has revealed that in his word. They all believe that. And almost every single person on American soil believed that. And now, fast forward, 29% believe that morality should be determined by principles in the Bible. Now, 
I believe that most of the blame does not fall at the feet of politicians, but at the feet of pastors and pulpits and churches. Because for many years now, the churches that have been impacted by the left have refused to take a stand on right and wrong, moral issues. In fact, the majority of left-leaning Protestant denominations now would agree. Follow your heart. Just follow your heart. Do what's in your heart. In spite of the fact that the Word of God says exactly the opposite. Don't follow your heart. If you follow your heart, you're going to get yourself in real, serious trouble. The church And then the whole seeker-sensitive movement that just went like wildfire through evangelicalism. We can't take a stand on right and wrong. We can't take a stand on issues because somebody might be offended. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. (coughs) We can't call sin, sin anymore. If we talk about sin, people won't come to church. We'll offend them. What garbage that theology was and is. People want answers. And giving them cute platitudes. Turn your scars into stars. Instead of saying, hey, you're a sinner, you need to repent. Um, this is where we are in America today. Only 29% of Americans believe that morality should be derived from the Bible. That's why I continue to say, folks, it's all about the Bible. It's all about the book. Everything goes back to the authority of God's Word. Oh, how we need a revival of preaching on repentance, but we also need a revival of preaching on the infallibility of Scripture. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, I just now checked the uh, Bible League Call Center and the Online Center, and the good news is, well, Preston and Cincinnati called, uh, but that's all today. Now, I hope you don't take that in a negative way, because we have exceeded our goal. Praise God for that. I'm just so very, very thankful. I'm thrilled that we have exceeded our goal. I just see another plateau that we're so close to. Uh, Original goal was 2,400 Bibles, $500 each one. That's $12,000. Well, we have exceeded that. We are now at 13,800 
and twenty-five dollars. Uh, with um, eleven hundred and seventy-five dollars, if I did my math right, eleven hundred and seventy-five dollars, we could be at three thousand Bibles, and I just believe we can do that. So let me give you the number. This is between you and God. Pray about it. If you have not had an opportunity to give, 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, just slightly over $1,000, and we can provide 3,000 Bibles. Well, there is a matching grant still on the table. Those 3,000 would become 6,000 Bibles for just a tad over $1,000. So I'm just throwing it out there. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or go online to the word columbus.com. That's all I'm going to say right now. When we come back from the top of the hour break, I'll check the call center, and I'm hoping we'll have more good news. Certainly, I'm praying for that and hoping for that. Um, We are headed, and I'm not an alarmist. I'm not a sensationalist. If you listen to this program on a regular basis, you know I don't do that. I just don't. In fact, not only that, it, it turns me off. It repulses me. Uh, so I, I'm not a sensationalist, but I am a realist. And it is very possible that this winter we may have a very serious problem with diesel and heating oil, both of those. Um, Let's see. A logistics company. uh, What is the name of the uh, logistics company? uh, um, Oh, my God. Goodness, I've got it underlined here somewhere. Anyway, it is a major fuel logistics company. I'll I'll find the, the name of it here in a minute. They have issued an alert level four, which is the next highest level of alert for shortages of fuel. And in the southeast, they have issued a code red warning. Now, this is the whole southeast. Uh, This applies to Maryland, Virginia, North and South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee. For those states, there is a code red warning. What does that mean? It means that companies that deal with diesel and heating oil are requesting a 72-hour notice for deliveries when possible, quote, to ensure fuel and freight can be secured at economic levels. Uh, They said that the uh, situation is, quote, rapidly devolving. And I mentioned this to you um, last week. We currently have a 25-day supply of diesel. Now, how important is diesel? Almost everything you buy, almost 
everything you buy is transported at one time or another by diesel. Whether it's by train, diesel, electric. Truck, diesel, truck. What happens if we run out of diesel? It is hard to exaggerate the disaster on the American supply chain. And I'm not just talking about furniture and toys for your kids. We're talking about food. Uh, Diesel fuel inventories are nearly 50% below the five-year average. The uh, Week in Review newsletter for last week contends the nation's diesel supply has fallen to 25 days over the last two weeks, well below the 35 to 40 days that are typically uh, more comfortable for fuel markets. So in other words, the diesel supply is about half what it usually is. It would take very, and again, I am not an alarmist and I'm not a pessimist. But you need to know what's going on and talk about the results of elections. These are the policies brought about by the current administration and the Democrat-led House and Senate. We are on the very cusp of an extremely serious supply chain shortage that will be far worse than during the peak of COVID. Is it going to happen? I am not saying that. I'm not an expert. Please understand that. I'm just saying that the experts are warning us we're getting close to real disaster. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.